0: To you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now here's Justin Eggrie and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Twenty percent skill, fifteen percent concentrated power of will, five
1: percent pleasure, fifty percent pain, hundred percent reason to remember the name. He doesn't need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels. Way. He never really talks much Never concern his status But still even i starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact the many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rest. Put it together himself Got a picture connects. Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist. 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear, because why you was ill, who would have thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames? And I heard him record with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped, mega death, took him to church, I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest person to do this, the truth. Now, everybody giving them guest spots, his stocks through the roof, I heard him with death
2: spots. 10% luck,
1: 20% skill. A lot of things that we need to clean up, we need to get better, uh, but all things. That, that we think are teachable. We, you know, the shooting is obviously, um, we're going to be able to stretch the defense out a little bit more than maybe we have in the past. So uh, really pleased with our shooting. Pretty pleased with how old the flow of the offense is. It's, uh, you know, we're running an offense that we ran for about ten games two years ago, that, that's kind of what Milwaukee ran uh, two years ago, and it requires a lot of thinking and a lot of reading, and, and um, you know, pretty happy with with how far advanced the guys are with that. We, we obviously we got to get a lot lot better. You know, some guys are further advanced on knowing this than than others, but that'll that'll hopefully come over time. Dedicated to what they do to get 100%.
3: Oh, that's a sweet voice of Eric Mosselman, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, Razorback Basketball is back, baby! Hogs last night in the red-white game, and they shot the lights out. Did you hear it was so dark in Bud Walton last night, Wes? A weird deal. They had to leave Bud Walton because the lights were out. Yeah. So they just went over to Barnhill. 88-70, not that that matters to anybody, but the shooting percentage was very intriguing. The red team shot uh, 6 of 11 from 3. That's, like, good. It's, like, a good percentage. 54.5%. All right, then. Uh, and the white team made uh, 8 out of 17, and that's, like, good, too.
4: Yeah, 47.1%. Not
3: as good, but yeah. awesome still. Yeah. So, good for them. I mean, you got to be happy with that um
2: yeah most said at one point he was very satisfied with the three-point offense but he was dissatisfied with the three-point defense
4: yeah i think he was ready to fire the defensive
3: coordinator
2: yeah he said something like that
3: not hardy har har yeah what's uh what's I, up? I don't know <laughs> having some some issue there we go look at us okay
2: um so Literally. there you go
3: we are going to talk about football today i'm sorry in advance so let me just yeah, tell you that.
2: Huge game tonight, Washington versus Chicago. How do you feel? Uh, I feel like if we lose this, <laughs> I'm going to be on the verge of a suicide. Bomb. You should feel su- oh, that seems
3: excessive. You should feel supremely confident, though. If you can't beat this team, even though Fields played better last week, you should be pretty uh, concerned.
2: If you don't beat the Bears, it's just embarrassing.
3: And part of the issue last week was that Fields was playing against Denver's defense, right? I mean, that was part of the... Uh, Part of the success story, I assume. What
4: happened to their defense? The Broncos used to have a really good defense. Two
3: years ago they did, right? I don't know. Everything's in the tank now. It's very weird. I'm surprised with the line. Washington only a
4: six-point favorite at home against Chicago? I thought it was
3: down to five.
4: Uh, Oakland has it at six.
3: Okay. It was five five or five and a half, I thought, this morning. But, yeah, maybe it's...
4: Yeah, well, the people are jumping on that. They should, I yeah, think.
3: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't know how you don't like Washington at home. Maybe people just think it's the old commanders team, but the new commanders team.
4: Washington has a good defense. Yes. Christian's on the phone. He would be able to back me up. But Washington has a good defense, and I think Sam Howell has uh, surprised a lot of people, and he's playing uh, the quarterback position very well. I mean, I would – would you take Sam Howell or would you take um,
3: – Justin Fields? Justin Fields. Well, I would I take – well, I would take the Commanders. Does my mic sound funny to you guys? No. Um, Sounds odd to me, like I'm kind of echoey. It does sound echoey. Like a little echoey. Yeah, it's weird. Um,
2: <laughs> our defense <laughs> is actually really, really bad, but it shouldn't be bad. That's the thing.
3: Why, Why is it bad? Check one, two. It doesn't do it then. Something in there. I bet your settings are off.
2: They look.
3: Yeah. Uh, what'd you say?
4: Uh, def- why? The defense isn't as good for the commanders as it should be. The why defensive line is not
2: getting as much Four pressure weeks. as they should. I blame a lot of it on Jack Del Rio, but
3: dare
4: we have
2: all the pieces to be good where yeah. it's not.
3: Jack Del is a saint. You I need- bet they're good tonight.
2: Hey, real quick, I want
3: to get back to basketball for a second. Um, we can talk more about this Thursday night game. It's very compelling. Or the Sunday night game. There's also college football tonight. so I mean, it's pouring rain outside. You're not going to go out there anyway.
4: Last night was the start of 49
3: straight days of football on TV. You got that right, Holmes. Pretty excited about that, too. Uh, bottom of this hour, we're going to talk to Brad Teague. There were a couple of things that came down from the NCAA yesterday. Apparently, they decided to get up their, dead at, uh, their backs. Their, uh, they decided to work, and so they did some stuff. And so uh, we're going to talk about some stuff, including narrowing the uh, transfer portal window, also, the FCS to FBS jump is going to cost you not 5000 anymore, but $5 million. That seems like a pretty significant increase.
4: Someone tweeted out, that's when you know that the uh, price, of cost of living has gone up yeah. and, and is ridiculous.
3: It's pretty big. Uh, also, Quinn Grovey will join us. Thanks to Bell and Sward at 1110 today. Barrett elite at 1130. We'll get his thoughts on all the games this week and There are some awesome, awesome games this weekend. A few of them in the SEC. And obviously the big one with Texas and Oklahoma. Did you see that the commish is going to the game? Yeah, I saw that. And I mean the SEC commissioner.
4: How do you feel about that?
3: I'm good with it. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I think he's probably smart. And the Big 12 commissioner's not going. So he's just like, (laughs) we wash our hands of you idiots. Goodbye. Uh, Chris Alley will join us in studio. Average guy, movie review, thanks to Rock and Roll Sushi. And Christian, do you remember? I don't know if you saw it. He posted what he was going to... The Equalizer 3. Okay. Denzel Washington. Ah, Okay. Well, very good. We'll look forward to that. Uh, back to basketball for a moment. Did you guys see the story a couple days ago that uh, Davenport had been arrested?
2: Richard Davenport? Richard?
3: No, not Richard. Jeremiah Davenport. Jeremiah Davenport, I the no, Cincinnati I transfer. Seen that. This is from Bob Holt. Very incomplete story to some degree because I don't know what it was for and I don't know why he didn't put it in there. Uh, it may be something completely ridiculous because he played last night, so obviously Musk wasn't too bent out of shape about it. It was a misdemeanor.
2: Yeah, I would Ar- like to know what it was.
3: Arrested on a misdemeanor charge last Friday morning after turning himself into police. I mean, it could have been like a failure to appear, court, something like that. I don't know, but what was, what was he supposed to appear for? No arrest report involving Davenport, according to Fayetteville police. He's obviously entering his first season. Averaged about ten points in one hundred nine games at Cincinnati. He scored a thousand plus. Um, He led them in three-pointers a couple of times. so He's a pretty good shooter. He was a pretty good shooter last night.
2: He was the guy that shot below 40% from the field, but most of his shots shots were were threes, so it's fine.
3: Well, last night he was really good. He made uh, 6 out of 10 from the floor, had 19 points, and apparently it all came in the first half. Here's Coach Musselman.
1: If he had 19 points in the second half, he probably wouldn't be playing here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, he's he is a streak shooter. He's a, a guy that can put points on the board in a hurry. You know, defensively, we, we need him to improve. We need Joseph to improve. But those guys, both of them are, are really, really good shooters. And really with... Uh, you know, with Davenport, when his feet are set, he's, he's not a good shooter. He's a great shooter. I think sometimes off the bounce and off the move, you know, the turnovers, um, you know, he'll work on playing in a crowd tomorrow or whenever we get back together and, and, and work on not getting the ball stripped, but he's, you know, 19 points and a half can, can change a game for you when you really think about it. I mean, if a guy does that in a regular season game or an SEC game, then you're probably in a pretty good spot if you have a player that can that has the ability to get close to 20-and-a-half. No question. Mm. It's pretty
4: good. <clears throat> five of eight from the three-point line. They'll take that every night.
3: How about our guy Devo Davis last night? Helped the red team to victory. He was five out of seven from the floor. Two out of three from three. Had a steal. And three assists. Pretty impressive. Mm. It's Devo. Way to go,
4: Devo. Yep. So proud of you. And Coach said his three-point shooting just continues to get better and better. That, um, that they, They're very pleased with his three-point shooting. We, we, we know last yeah. year it got a lot
3: better. And.
2: Second half of the season, I think he shot 38% from mm-hmm. three, something like that.
3: Ten guys scored in double figures last night. Four on the white. Five, I'm sorry, four on the white. Six on the uh, red. I can do math and uh, that's a pretty good balance. I like that. It's good to see a lot of guys filling it up. Tremont Mark only had seven, coach, after the game on Devo and Mark. Yeah, I mean, they're both fierce defenders. They both have great length, you know, both
1: with their wingspan. They have great quickness, great anticipation, toughness, you know, all things that we can't teach any of those things. They both have high will to win. So, you know, I think those guys together, I mean, obviously, Devo's been a guy that – you know, for three years now, we've told him to go guard the the best player on the other team, and and now you know we hope that that T-Mark can do the same, and and uh, you know maybe those guys can alternate between guys, and and um, we can give it give the opponent a different look. You know, T-Mark's a little bit different defender than Devo is, although they're both really excellent in their own ways, and uh, you know. T-Mark's got to he's still got to jump to the ball when his man passes that's you know an area that we need him to improve on he still needs to close out with a high hand when when his man catches the ball and those are just some little DNA things that are really important to us and and it's he's still adjusting to do those things but I think just hey go guard that guy I mean he's probably as as
3: good as anybody I don't know why it makes me chuckle when he says T-Mark he's this Mr. Nickname guy but anyway (laughs) Christian, something's still not right in there. It's going to drive me nuts today. But you know what? Short I don't drive. I have a mic on. Yeah. There's something else in there. We we'll figured
4: it out.
2: I'll unplug it. Plug it back in. See if that works. Yeah.
3: Thanks. Give it the Fonzarelli. just give it a good, good kicking.
4: You know, I was listening to Coach Z after the game, and he did his little wrap up. He he was high on Denny J, Denny J Harris, the transfer from Southern Miss, said that he was kind of a one of those little glue guys inside, scrapper, gets a lot of rebounds, had a bunch of steals last night. Uh, he he said he's going to play five steals. By the way, he's going to play um, quality minutes for Arkansas, kind of one of those overlooked transfers. And then you look at Lawson Chandler, the the late addition from Memphis. He had ten rebounds two offensive eight eight defensive rebounds good for him
3: uh yesterday in baseball we had four sweeps in the uh wild card round so the rangers dominating the race seven to one that was over basically before it started i flipped it on yesterday afternoon and uh Man, that was ugly. But good for you. Yeah. Congratulations. It was
4: easy. uh, uh, Easy. Yeah. It was easy. There was no stress. It was stress-free at the end of the game. And the bullpen for the Rangers has been the question mark for most of the season. And this was a game where you didn't have to worry about it. It's 7-1. You're like, surely they're not going to blow that.
3: Twins beat the Jays 2-0. Diamondbacks over the Brewers 5-2. Yay, Arizona. Way to go. Thank you very much. And the Phillies knocked off the Marlins. So they all advance. We don't get games tomorrow. Uh, but you do get games on Saturday. It is uh Twins at Astros. It is Phillies at Braves, Diamondbacks, Dodgers, Rangers at the Orioles. Those are all on Saturday and uh they're all T B D except for the Rangers play at noon. So there you go. Yeah. No no conflict for you. Well Yeah. Right? Well it'd be ten o'clock in Malibu. Maybe I can watch oh, I it. I forgot you're going to California, that's right. Yeah. Um I'd like to think you're going to be up early watching the 9 o'clock start for Texas and Oklahoma, too. That's what phones are for. I love West Coast. I love West Coast sports. It's so nice. <laughs> Them at late-night Pac-12 games. It's only 7 o'clock there. Speaking of the Pac-12, at least for the time being, uh, did you see the story the Barrett tweeted out? We'll talk to him about this later, and I'm going to ask Dr. Teague about it. The Utah NIL Collective gifts, like, gave away, brand-new Dodge Ram 1,500 trucks to all 85 scholarship football players.
4: That's exactly what Hunter Yurichek was talking about to us.
3: I said on Twitter, that ain't it, boys. And some people were like, no, it's cool. I like it. I think it's great. I don't think so. Are all 85 guys working for that truck? No. I just don't think college sports should be socialism, which is what this is. It's like, you get a truck, and you get a truck, and you get a truck. Why? Because I put on a uniform. Eh. You know, Dion's uh, another guy that again has spoken out against this. I don't. The collectives are an issue, and that's a problem to me. That's just—it's dumb. I mean, that doesn't make any sense at all. And again, I'm, I'm all for people getting something, but to get a new truck, I don't think is the answer. If you—if you're the—you know, again, if you're a guy—a guy that's barely contributing.
4: What do you think those trucks cost? Mm-hmm.
3: I'm a Chevy man, Wes. I don't know what the hell they, they charge over I don't a Dodge.
4: Know what a Dodge is—is is that a foreign 60, brand? I don't even
3: I'm familiar with it.
4: Was, they still make let's Dodgers? Just say
3: they're, let's just say they're, let's say they're 50 grand. All right, 50 All right. grand. Times 85? Yeah.
4: Okay. 85 times 50 grand. 4.25 million. Yeah.
3: It's a lot of money coming out of the collective for trucks. And if I'm a basketball player, am I getting a new car at Utah? Track? Track. Baseball? No. Women's me. basketball? Hilarious. You're funny. But I'm a, <laughs> if I'm a revenue
2: producing sport player.
3: Uh, athlete, don't I deserve something? I mean, it seems odd to me.
2: It would be a lot easier to pay for a basketball team's trucks, since there's less of them. Yeah. they just do that?
3: Yeah, really. 13 of them? I just think that's weird. I, again, I'm all for the kids getting stuff, but just getting paid to show up. Yeah. That's bull. Earn it. Yeah, I just think it's nonsense. Uh, we'll see what Dr. Teague thinks about that, too. Maybe I'll ask him about that. I mean, it's nice that schools have that much money laying around where they can just do it. They're like, "Oh, here's a few million dollars. Let's just buy them all cars." What about that collective? Yeah,
4: that's they're doing a fantastic job. Doesn't apparently. sound like a
3: collective at all. They're not no. collecting anything. They're giving stuff away. <laughs>
4: <laughs> collecting it from people, Robin Hood.
3: Um, what else do we need to hit on? Oh, the uh, NBA is about to start. I know Christian's excited about this. We're going to talk about that for just a sec. And uh, Kevin Garnett's going to start a new league, not not to compete with the NBA.
2: Actually, didn't hear about this.
3: Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, so anyway, today in the zone, we're going to be joined by Dr. Teague on the other side of the break from UCA. Quinn Groville joins us at eleven ten from Bell and Sword. He's not there, but they sponsor it. Thanks to Big O Tires, we got the red white report eleven. Got a lot more from Coach uh, Pittman and Coach Kiffin talking about the match with Arkansas and Ole Miss this weekend. Jesse Washington will join us. He's speaking up at UCA tonight. Jesse is a longtime journalist, uh, author, documentary filmmaker, and he is going to be in studio with us today for a bit. And then he's going to be speaking at UCA tonight. Still have tickets available. We're going to give away a pair later on. I think they're 15 bucks for adults and $5 for students. Uh, And Chris Alley with the Average Guy Movie Review, as I said, thanks to Rock and Roll Sushi. So, busy, busy day today. I hope you can uh, stay with us throughout. It's going to be a lot of fun today. We will not be killing any animals today on the air. I apologize in advance. So, sorry. We're going to eat some, though. If uh, Chris brings us some meat, we will be eating some tasty animals.
4: I'm doing some chicken today. Yeah? Yeah. Good for you. Uh our buddy Brian Edwards from VegasInsider.com dot com just hit me up and said the uh preliminary line, the, our initial line for Arkansas Alabama is out.
3: It is twenty one and a half. Not that high. Okay, nineteen. No. Seventeen. Eighteen. Okay. Yeah, under three just under three touchdowns probably makes sense. Let's see how it goes this weekend. If they go over and thump A and M this yeah. weekend. <laughs> watch out. But if they lose, it, ooh, it'll still be eighteen. <laughs> I'm assuming Arkansas is not going to win too, though. But if they do, who knows? Bama with two losses this early in the season—that would be uh, wow. That's a fireable offense, I would think. See you, Saban. What was
2: the, uh, I saw LSU had lost two games before October for the first time, and I can't remember. They, maybe that's
3: was, why. El, ma- maybe that's why Ole Miss stormed the field. They were so excited about it. I still think that was lame. 10:23. We're going to hit timeout. We'll be back in a moment as we uh, head into the break. Speaking of cars. I mean, if you really wanted to tell the kids you appreciate them, you should give them a new Silverado truck. Right? I mean, right or what? Oh, well, of course I'm right. Run a lot longer than that other thing. That other thing. Now, we don't have to bash the other brands, but we are very pro Chevrolet. You know that. Um, looking forward to hanging out with the guys from, uh, from Guadagni this weekend. Sorry you can't be with us, Wes. Uh, me too. I mean... I thought it was the
4: next Sunday. I'm disappointed.
3: Hopefully James has recruited like Sean Fister or somebody to be our designated driver since... You're not going to be with us, so we'll figure it out. But you can drive on out to uh, Guatney. All the cars are clean today because of the rain, so if you are looking to get a deal, go out and see them. And speaking of Silverados, they've been offering them at 0% with approved credit, and obviously the pricing is always great, and they're going to give you a great deal on your trade as well at Guatney Chevrolet. So go by and see them. They're also going to offer you a low percentage rate on Equinox, the 23s, and you don't have to make a payment until 2024. That is a deal and a half. So you want to catch up on a few bills while buying a new vehicle, Guatney is the answer. And if you think you're upside down in your car, you should call for help. But if you think you are figuratively upside down in your car, you should definitely go to Guatney because they can get you out of any bad deal and get you into a new vehicle. Go by and see our friends. It's Guatney Chevrolet. They're in Jacksonville, the home of Devontae Davis, who, again, played well last night. And uh, I did reach out to his uh, people. Yeah, I'm hoping he'll come back with us one more time this year. This will be the longest running NIL deal in Arkansas history. It will be the longest running ever. I don't think it'll ever be beaten. I concur, unless uh, we get a freshman that plays all four years. But, but I don't see be that happening,
4: beaten, right? Didn't we have him as a freshman? Wouldn't this be the fourth year? No,
3: we got him after the first year. Uh, oh, yeah. because NIL didn't start until a sophomore year. That's the only reason. We were paying him under the table before. I kid. I kid. <laughs>
0: It's Randy Rainwater. Join me for the Sonic Blast this Friday in Pine Bluff. The Zebras host the Comets of Mills High School. Brought to you by Sonic Drive-In and 1037 The Buzz.
3: Sports Center.
2: The Brooms were out in full force yesterday in Major League Baseball. Not a single series in the wild card round. will see a third game. Texas dispatched of Tampa Bay 7-1 to in game number two. Minnesota took care of Toronto 2-0 in their second game. Arizona shocks Milwaukee winning back-to-back games on the road to take care of the Brewers. Then no surprise here, the Philadelphia Phillies a 7-1 victory in game number two over the Miami Marlins. Up next the divisional round. It is a best of five series for all of these. The Texas Rangers will take on the Baltimore Orioles and also the American League, the Minnesota Twins and the Houston Astros. In the National League, it will be the Phillies and the Braves, then the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. I'm Josh Neighbors, for the Buzz Radio Network.
3: The Ford President's Award is given to dealerships that offer outstanding customer service. Mark McClarty Ford has won it three years in a row. Every day, the team works overtime, so your customer experience is legendary. Right now, get the brand new Ford Edge for just $29,997. And take a whopping $8,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. Better prices, even better customer service. Visit Mark McClarty Ford today, off Highway 67 and at markmclartyford.com. It's kayak
1: chaos. At arts Marine. pick your perfect kayak from their large inventory and start exploring the natural state.
3: Right now, get 20% off feel-free kayaks. We also slash prices on Moken 10 and Lure 10 kayaks. You're a granddaddy trusted arts Marine, So should you. The Big Game is brought to you by Pulaski
0: County's only Buick GMC dealer. Guadney Buick GMC. Shop the latest GM has to offer. Encore, Terrain, Yukon, or the most advanced tailgating machine in the business, GMC Sierra. Give us a call.
2: 945 44 Or shop us online, guatneybuickgmc.com.
0: 5700 Landers Road
1: in North Little Rock, GMC. We are professional grade.
2: Guatney for Buick, Guatney for GMC, Guatney for life.
1: Ortho, Arkansas presents the High School Scoreboard Show with Randy Rainwater, Kevin Bohannon, and Barry Grooms every Friday night at 10, only on 1037 The Buzz. Brought to you in part by First Security Bank.
0: You're listening to The Zone with Justin, Akrian, Westmore in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network.
1: I know way too many people here right now that I didn't know last year. Who the f*** are y'all? I swear it feels like the last few nights. We've been everywhere and back, but I just can't remember it all. What am I doing? What am I doing? Oh,
2: yeah, that's right. I'm doing me.
1: Over,
3: over. From over.
1: All right. I don't
3: know what got into the uh, NCAA, but their Division One council got after it yesterday, and they passed a few proposals, and we welcome you back into the zone, Westmore, Justin Acrey, and the wizard, Christian Weaver. Christian, talk to me, Goose. I'm talking. I think that fixed it. Sound better? Yeah, you're good. You're
2: good. Do we want to do our, our questions of the day real quick? Just yeah, can we... you add one in? Okay.
3: Well, let's see what you got, and I'll, tell you, I'll see if I want you to add one well, or not. Ours
2: is Major League Baseball, so oh, who do you have probably. playing in the ALCS, and who do you have playing in the NLCS? We'll right. talk
3: to Dr. Tig about that. He was a college ball player back in the day. Pitcher at uh, Delta State, I believe. Um, all right, that's good. Also, do you guys watch TV when you're eating dinner? Yes. Always?
2: No. Much. Okay. Sometimes.
4: Okay. <laughs> Is there a game on?
3: <laughs> See, I usually will turn it off. This says 24% of Americans always watch TV while eating dinner at home. So I would like to know what the percentage of our listeners are now,
2: that watch always. Titus doesn't. If he's eating, you know, we're at the table, so... He doesn't what? He doesn't watch TV when he eats. We take him in a different room and we keep him there. Okay. Maybe in the future we won't I won't watch T V while eat. Yeah.
4: If we are sit all sitting around the dining room as a family and the, the girls are there, I'll make them put their phones up and quit watching whatever they do. We're phone free T V yeah. off. Yeah. yeah,
3: we definitely do that. Unless I mean like you said, if there's a game and it's an informal deal, like mm-hmm. yeah, but if we're doing like a sit down yeah. dinner, we absolutely are phone free. I've had to fight with Parker more than one occasion on that. It's pretty annoying. If I'm grilling and we're outside on the weekend, the TV's on, we're watching the game while sure. we sure. That's different, yeah. But I mean generally speaking, like mm-hmm. on a almost said like on a Tuesday, but there's football games every night now, so who knows. Uh, Let's talk to Dr. Teague on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline up in uh, Conway. Doc, what's happening?
0: Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys?
3: We're good. Do you have an ALCS, NLCS pick for our question of the day today?
0: Well, the Braves. You know, I grew up with the Braves. Yep. So i got to go National League. I'm a National League guy. Me too. That's just what I am, although they're the DH now, so that kind of bothers me. But otherwise, uh, i got to go with the Braves.
3: This has nothing to do with uh, any illicit drugs. Are you a grass guy or turf guy?
0: (laughs) Well, we, we, uh, in college, we love the turf. Yes. Um, So we, we go with turf.
3: All right. Very good. Um,. You know, because I mean, that was a thing about Crash Davis. Like he had his things with uh, astroturf and the designated hitter. So I didn't know if you were on the same page with that. He had a lot of other thoughts, <laughs> well, I, but I definitely want to ask that's you about a great, those.
0: <laughs> great movie for sure.
3: It sure is. Uh, it was actually Susan Saranda's birthday yesterday, so we were talking about really? her. Really? Yeah, seventy-seven, looking good. Wow! Oh, yeah. yeah, great actress, Academy Award winner. All right, yeah. so uh, I don't know what got, got into in the very uh, good actors in that. Very. So I don't know what yeah, you're right. I don't know what uh, what got into the NCAA yesterday, but apparently decided they were going to do some work for change. Um, and I want to talk to you about those before we get to that, yeah. though. Uh, can we talk about the benefit game that came up yesterday? You guys are going to do a benefit basketball game up in Jonesboro, I understand.
0: We are, we are. And, and, and really, uh, Arkansas State came up with the concept, and, and we were happy to oblige because, you know, when Arkansas is important to uh, both of our communities, uh, we, we recruit win very heavily, and obviously they're a little closer to Jonesboro than they are to us, but somewhat in between. So uh, we thought it made so much sense. But so Arkansas State, you know, called us and asked if, if we would want to do an exhibition game in basketball and uh, let all proceeds benefit the, the wind community from the uh, tornado. Of course, the tornado system that came through Little Rock, North Little Rock, mm-hmm. continued on and, and went through wind and destroyed their high school and their football stadium. So, this is what we're doing. And it will support the wind relief and recovery fund. And uh, it's windrecovery.org. Uh, certainly, when you get to Jonesboro on October 30th, it's $5 admission, and all proceeds go to this relief fund. So, uh, we think it's a great idea, and it'll be fun for our state.
3: Uh, regular season starts November 6th up at Tulsa. Also, on the women's side of things, he's got a new coach.
0: We have a new coach. Had to have him. You know, he was an assistant coach here years ago on the men's side, and then... Uh, Switched to the women's side with Matt Daniel, and uh, everybody remembers Matt Daniel from from Arkansas. He's from Jonesboro, and then they went to as a group. They went to Marshall, and uh, when Matt left basketball, Tony got the head job at Marshall, and was there for as the head coach for five years. And we were really, really fortunate to get him back. He wanted to come back to Arkansas. And he loved Conway community, and so already, I mean, we only we had a lot a lot of kids leave. Obviously, when you lose a coach and He's turned this roster over, and, and they, they look like a great group. Can't wait to see them play.
3: That uh, is outstanding. All right, well, let's talk about the NCAA moves yesterday. Um, number one, the shrinking of the window for athletes to enter the transfer portal. It's going to impact all sports and give players 45 total days through the year to enter their names in the portal. Um, and I think for most of the coaches I've spoken to, this is going to be a good thing. What do you think about it?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, Justin, all these moves yesterday were – it came out of the recommendations from the transformation committee and, and remember now a couple of years ago we as a membership you know there's there's 1000 members uh, or schools in the NCAA from division 3 to division 1 and we as a membership voted to change the constitution and so the we said okay we can make a change to the constitution division 3 and division 2 said well we kind of like what we're doing let's stay the same and division 1 said no, let's blow this thing up so Division One said, let's, let's form this transformation committee, and it was led by Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, they worked for about a year on, hey, what should we really be looking like? And so they came out after a year and said, these are our recommendations. And so yesterday, the Division One Council, which is made up of ADs and presidents and FARs, which are faculty athletic reps, and SWAs, which are senior women administrators, they voted to confirm some of these transformation committee recommendations and that's what we're talking about today so the windows for the portal yeah i mean they were too broad too long they were 30 days after your regular season and then 30 days in your non-championship season uh so now we're going to 30 days after your regular season to 15 days in a non-championship season whereas the winter sports basketball of course is the one everybody's thinking about just go straight 45 days um, yeah, it, it needed to be shortened a little bit, and uh, I think that's a good move.
3: And the portal's still, I mean, when we hear the numbers, it's pretty amazing, and the people that are entering is one thing, and then the people that are, that are getting stuck in there and don't end up finding a new home also, pretty remarkable.
0: Well, that, that That's a great point. I mean, that's the fallacy of the whole process. I mean, the, the whole point is you come to college to get your degree, and everything we do at, at the NCAA is supposed to help promote young men and women getting their degree, and now this transfer portal is not doing that. I mean, you're 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 you have a scholarship at an institution. You think you're not playing enough, or you don't like your coach, or whatever it is, and you get in the portal in hopes of finding what you think is a better situation. And all of a sudden, you don't find anything. So you've gone from a scholarship student athlete to a walk on somewhere, uh, or not even going to college. So now, all of a sudden, we're having less and less people going to get it and to get their degree. And so it's it's really unfortunate.
4: Hmm. Dr. Teague, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious about the, uh, the raise of the money to go from FCS to FBS. That seemed a little drastic, from 5000 to $5 million.
0: Well, here's what's strange to me, Wes, is, uh, yes, so they, the, the entry fee was $5,000, and now it's $5 million. But it, here's what's counterintuitive to that is the, the fact that they also dropped the attendance requirement to be in the FBS. If you recall, you had to average 15,000 tickets sold per game over a two-year cycle to remain in the FBS or, you know, to be certified FBS. Obviously, we we have a 10,000-seat stadium. That would be, be difficult here. So so they dropped that, and here was the reason they dropped it. They dropped it because there were so many FBS programs that were not selling 15,000 tickets per game, and so they had their foundation buy a bunch of tickets. And so that money was being used for really nothing. Hmm. And so the transformation committee said, hey, why are we allowing schools just to buy tickets? The money's not benefiting anything except this rule, and it's not helping the student-athletes. We want to get rid of that pr- pr- provision so that the money now can go to help the student athlete well guess what Wes where's this five million dollars (laughs) going just going straight to the NCAA and it's not helping student athletes so it doesn't make any sense to me that that's what happened is what's happening now they're saying hey we need a deterrent we need to make sure you you really want to be in the FBS we want to make sure it's it's not an easy process and certainly five million dollars is is stunning
3: so Does that make it a non-starter now for programs like UCA, or is that something that you think programs will be able to work through at some point?
0: I think it's going to make it very difficult for many programs like UCA. Yes,
3: I'm sorry. Could you sue? I mean, if you were interested in making the move and you didn't want to pay the $5 million, could you guys take them to court? Because it seems kind of silly that a program that just jumped last year did it for five grand, and all of a sudden they're going to jump up to $5 million and punish teams that want to make the move that we're already considering. And obviously, there's been a lot of talk around your program and others that you guys play against over the last couple of years about making that move, and now, obviously, this is a huge deterrent.
0: Yeah, I know, certainly you could sue. I mean, the NCAA gets sued all the time. I mean, is it antitrust? I mean, is it compet- fair competition? You know, there's probably a lot of things we could sue about, but, you know, you're, you're suing your own organization. It's just problematic. Um, you know, Kennesaw State was probably the last institution that went from the FCS to the FBS, Kennesaw State, in our conference, mm-hmm. leaving our conference for Conference USA that got that $5,000 entry <laughs> fee versus what it is now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's frustrating.
4: Did do you know that it was going to be five, or were you just blown out of the water yesterday?
0: No, we knew. We knew the transformation committee's recommendations was that, and so we saw it. And in fact, when we first saw it as a conference, as the UAC, we said, "Hey, we've already been talking about this as a full conference. Can we go ahead and get our letter in? You know, can we go ahead and apply before this goes into effect?" And you know, the answer was no. You can't apply again until January. That's that's the cycle. And so, obviously, here we are. And that's why why they said it starts
3: immediately because we're on the air. I'm just going to say it's baloney. But that's not the word I want to use. Anyway, that seems very odd to me. Here's the question I had, Dr. Teague, yesterday, too, as we found out about this. Are they raising the rate of schools moving from Division II to Division I? Because that's also been something we've seen a lot of the last couple of years.
0: We have, and, and really that's been the way many of our FCS conferences have, have uh, repopulated our memberships uh, through the Division II uh, schools. Uh, in fact, we just added West Georgia, a Division II school. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a Division two thing. Um, we haven't heard that they are raising. We have heard though that they're contemplating what should it be, what makes sense. And so I would fully expect something will happen. I don't, it won't be five million, but
2: <laughs> there'll
0: be a, a difference. I, I recall you know UCA, when we moved in 2006, we moved from Division two to Division one. It was a $50,000 um, entry fee, and then they put a moratorium in place for a couple of years, uh, about 2007-8, so we got in right before the moratorium, and I remember talking about how lucky we were. When they came out of the moratorium, Division two had a $2 million entry fee into Division one, and so North Alabama, Bellarmine, West Georgia, they all have to pay that. Mm.
3: Talking to Brad Teague on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline Athletic Director at Central Arkansas, we just shared a story with our listeners a little bit ago. That Utah is paying out of their collective to fund one new truck for each of the eighty-five scholarship football players. Um, you know, even some Power Five conference athletic directors and coaches have been wary of uh, this collective situation. What's your reaction when you see stuff like that?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I was actually telling my wife this morning when I saw it. I said, "This this kind of makes it real now. <laughs> you know, I mean it's, it's tangible. You, you see it, you feel it, you touch it." First thing I thought was, what about the 86 through the 120th, you know, walk-on
4: <laughs> yeah. that's
0: seeing this on their team, and uh, you know that would not be fun. Um, the other thing is, you know, you know there are plenty of, of Power Five and FBS programs that are doing NIL deals for their football student athletes, and there's probably plenty of those kids making fifty thousand dollars or more, which is probably the cost of those trucks. But the fact that every single one of them got it, and that it was. The presentation was such, and it was on the field, and now all these programs around the country are seeing this. Don't you know a lot more of this is about to start happening? And so what does that look like for FCS programs like us and our student-athletes looking at what they're getting? I mean, it just it's just problematic all the way around.
3: Yeah, it makes the uneven playing field even more uneven. And I don't think it was ever set up. I mean, I think most people understood... Um, the logic behind paying kids who are very popular, you know, a percentage or getting a piece of the of the pie, but this is just straight up socialism, and I don't understand the thinking at all. It really does not to me. This was never what it was intended to be, and it's really kind of a Absolutely weird deal. Absolutely not.
0: But, yeah. Um, no. Yeah. Totally true.
4: I want to move to uh, scheduling because of all the uh, the conferences and the, the you know the realignment and trying to figure out their future conference schedules and how many they're going to play. How is that impacting you guys trying to find non-conference games?
0: Yeah, Wes, I mean, it, it's, it's certainly making it more difficult, and, and we anticipate that, you know, the SEC will move to nine games. Certainly, the Big 12's already there, have been, and, um, you know, the Big 10's talked about it. Not that the Big 10 pay, plays a lot of FCS programs, uh, but the SEC and the Big 12 have played us, obviously, uh, many times in the past, and... The, the resistance I'm getting right now. So we're, we're scheduled for our guarantee game. You know, we play one a year. We're playing. We played Oklahoma State this year. We played Ole Miss last year. We have Arkansas State next year. We have Missouri in 2025, and that's it. So I'm trying to get 26, 27, and 28 on the books. And the, the, what I'm getting now is, hey, there's been so much realignment. We don't have our schedules yet. Really can't make that call right now. You know, mm-hmm. call, call me back in a year, kind of thing. And so. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? And um, it's concerning. Uh, it's certainly a, a large part of what we need for our total budget, and it's nice to have that settled years in advance. And, and although 2026 is, is three years away, uh, it's getting time to where we, we need to have those things settled. And so uh, they will not schedule right now. It's, it's, that's the pushback, Wes, mm-hmm. is, hey, we don't know what our future schedules are. We'll wait to find out. And once we know that, then we can make some decisions moving forward.
3: Well, you shouldn't be so good at football, then they would be more probably willing to do it. You know, you go over and put a scare into people, they don't like playing you anymore. That's no fun for them. Um, That's
0: it, uh, part of it, too.
3: Yes, there there's no doubt. Uh doc let me ask you about uh the game this weekend too i mean we've been talking so much about the business of sports let's talk about some actual sports and you guys are back home against a, a CMO team that has a one-on-three record but they were ranked in the top 10 or top 15 i guess to start the season and they're uh the, you look at who they played and who they lost to they're obviously really good and this is a rematch from a game yeah. last year that you guys lost on the road and, uh, four o'clock kick i know you love to have a great crowd we got some finally some fall weather to play in this weekend
0: well it's a huge weekend and and you know it's it's, it's going to be great weather, and it's also family day on campus. So uh, you know all of our students' families are invited, and uh, that's always a really big crowd for us and a lot of fun. And so I, I fully expect it to be what that will be this weekend. And and uh, MO is good, Justin, as you said. You know they they are one and three, but it lost to a power five, and then they lost really close to two really good FCS programs. Had a chance to win both, so it easily could be three and one. We're going to have to play well. I mean, we just are. We have a really, really good team. We're going to have to play well, and um, I expect that we will, uh, but it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a fun game to watch. So, yeah, we, we'd love for everybody to come up and see us. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, i look forward to it. I appreciate the time today. Uh, Wes, Christian, and I are pooling our money, and when we get to 5000000 million, we'll let you know in case you guys want to make the jump.
4: Got go fund me going.
0: Yeah, well, how, how long do you think that's going to take? I don't <laughs> know.
3: I mean, if you live to be 197, I think you would we'll have a shot at it.
0: Okay, so that's really I'll on you. Put that in a st- strategic plan. That's great. That's
3: helpful. <laughs> yeah, listen, you know, you're talking about long-term planning. I mean, let's get let's get down to it. let's talk about some long-term planning. <clears throat>
0: so yeah. yeah, real long.
3: Listen, that's, here's that's the deal.
0: We, that's very helpful.
3: Well, we all know there's a, you only need the one booster that uh, is willing to write the check if hit you guys get to that point or that. You know, we're gonna play that tonight. Yeah, if I hit the lottery, you can have. I'll give you five million plus. How about that? I promise. Yes. Uh, and you, you don't even have to name anything in my honor. It's fine.
0: I know I can count on Christian. But to the other two of you, I'm not sure.
3: Yeah, he's got a very <laughs> giving heart. But I, I, I will guarantee you, if I hit the billion dollars tonight, I will for sure give at least 5 mil to the purple and gray, I promise.
0: You, do more than
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would like to think I'll do more than that. This is a binding contract. We're good to go. Don't worry. You won't have to All sue right. me. Should be suing the NCAA maybe, but you're going to have to sue me. Doc, I appreciate the time. I'll see you Saturday. Thank you, guys. Thank see you. Yep. All right, that is Dr. Brad Teague over at Central Arkansas. Interesting perspective. And, again, this affects, you know, a lot of schools. And, yeah, the jump was part of it. But, you know, the portal and the NIL stuff, again, it's concerning. And uh, I mean a lot of people are celebrating. It's like, yes, everybody should get everything. Okay. Not not all of us believe that way, but all right. I'm going to DN on this one. Always hey, enjoy it. And and I
4: always enjoy talking with them. The ADs, you get that business side. You know, we talk a lot about the sports side of it, but there's a uh, huge part of college athletics, the business side that we don't get into. always feel a lot smarter after talking with Dr. Teague. Big O Tires is a good deal right now. Uh, They're always taking care of you. Look, you need a good set of tires driving around. You may be discovering right now, driving around on the wet roads for the first time in a long time, that, ooh, I need new tires. Well, Big O Tires has huge savings with their most popular sets of tires. Go check them out. All the name brands. Plus, they have the Big O Tire. Two great locations, Cabot and Conway. And they do more than just tires. If your car's just not running right, swing them by Big O Tires. they got mechanics on hand ready to put you back out on the road running as good as ever. They can do brakes, alignment. Oil changes. They do a lot of things at Big O Tires, not just tires. In Cabot, they're on Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. In Conway, they're on Harkrider. Go see our friends at Big O
3: Tires, the team we trust. Barrett Salee just canceled on us. He has a, uh, he's a got a big meeting he's got to go to. Oh, so important. Why don't you tell me that before? I teased it to everybody in Twitter world or X world, whatever. We'll find something to talk about, I suppose, in that window. Well, we were going to be really tight in that 11 o'clock hour. Just frees us up. Good. More yammering from
4: you awesome cowboys
1: 49ers jackalope cycling is passionate about the arkansas outdoors
3: more fun more freedom more excitement some people are born and see the future before it's here they see the gb70 for its best in class and top rating by edmunds they see the g90 motor trends car of the year what were you born for the all-new genesis of conway the future of luxury today
2: We're celebrating one year of Lotto, the jackpot game that's only won in Arkansas. For a limited time, ask for the Lotto Bundle to get one play free when you buy three. That's four plays for only six bucks. You could be the next Lotto jackpot winner, like our $2.3 million winner from Sebastian County or our $999,000 winner from Pulaski County. So don't miss your chance. Ask for the Lotto Bundle today. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline.
4: This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Macs, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, Come see why our customers have made us the highest rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, take exit 7 on I 440 or call 568 2185. Hurry up, dude! The game's about to start!
1: Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this! Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV?
0: No way, dude.
1: Like that flat-screen TV that just got
4: stolen. See agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood.
2: Our Care Clinics are your hometown source for primary medical care. Our doctors, nurses, and counselors can help patients of all ages with anything from common colds and immunizations to depression, anxiety, and chronic diseases. Our network includes both mail order and local pharmacies to fulfill your prescriptions. If you don't have insurance, it's okay. We can help with that, too. And no one is turned away. With more than 65 locations in Arkansas, there's a good chance we're in your hometown. Look us up at ourcare.net
0: you're back in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. To get into the show, call or text 661-1037. Now, let's see what Justin and Wes have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. The ones that hate me the most look just like me. You
1: tell me what that means. Make a slick comment and see what that brings. I've seen it go down, we can reenact things.
2: Extreme like BMXing. These boys, can they BMXing? People... Well.
4: Obviously, uh, there's a lot of different reasons to shuffle your line. One is to get attention, uh, get the attention of your guys that are playing. One of them is um, uh, a changing up that would uh, hopefully help you perform better. Um, I like where we're at after day two. We have some things to clean up, uh, but I do like uh, some of the, the movement that the moves that we've made. I like them. Uh, We still are a work in progress, uh, but I think we can get there by Saturday and what we want to get accomplished.
3: Oh, you have my attention, Sam Pittman. You have my interest. Now you have my attention. Uh, 1053, Razorback football preparing for the trip to Oxford. Not particularly far, but uh, certainly a wind does not look to be particularly close to in sight. But hopefully we're wrong. And by we, I mean me. But I think you guys agree. And if I'm wrong with that, feel free to correct me. I don't want to put words in your mouth. you got plenty of silly things in there all on your Yeah, own. if
4: I was to bet this game, I would take Arkansas in the points. I think uh, the... Uh, Did they move
3: the line to 27?
4: I think it's going to be a close game. Okay. Uh, Arkansas-Ole Miss typically play close games. Mm-hmm. I think Ole Miss, after uh, their huge win last weekend, are uh, patting themselves on the back, maybe a little loss of focus. And I think Arkansas has a chance to come out and... Uh, Maybe you get jump killed? on them oh. and, and look. You remember what happened last year in Fayetteville, Arkansas? Jumped out to a big lead over Ole Miss.
3: I don't remember uh, that. Yeah,
4: but I mean they they ha-
2: Yeah, we they got hammered
4: them last
3: year.
2: But I think also we were better last season.
3: I never thought I'd say that. Yeah, and I didn't say it. But I agree with you. I never thought I'd say that.
4: I'm curious to see what the offensive line looks like, if they're going to make those changes. It appears from practice reports that, you know, those the center to guard, the guard to right tackle, the right tackle to center is something they've been practicing. So if that happens, I, I want to see if it's more effective, if they're able to open up some running lanes. And let's face it, Ole Miss's defense is not Texas A&M's defense, so I think they'll be able to run the ball, score some points, and maybe they can jump out to a, a lead and hold on before Ole Miss can wake up and figure out... Hey, it's a new week. we got we got to forget about LSU.
3: McLaughlin is uh, still up in the air. I would say he's out. I concur. Uh, Ole Miss officials assessed a $100,000 fine on Sunday for violating their access to uh, playing field rules, except for that one girl that got hip-checked. Everybody else got on the field pretty easily, I would say, so they need to work on that. Also, um, this was brought up in the story in the Democrat Gazette today, and I didn't watch the end of the game because I was too disgusted. I turned it off. Um, somebody had brought up the, the Morgan injury to me, and they're like, oh, my God, that was terrible. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, oh, yeah, it was down in the field. No, no, no. I was like, I didn't see it. I turned it off with five minutes to go. I'm sorry. I was, it was irritated. So I was like, I'm not watching any more of this. I'm out. So apparently they tried to score at the last of the game. They were already up comfortably. They were already covering the number, and they tried to score from the one at the end, and Arkansas stuffed them. Uh, I wonder what the thinking was there. Why would they do that? I'm like
4: you. I... Uh... I was playing golf at the time And so I went back and rewatched the game Or watched it for the first time
3: Did you make yourself sit through the whole thing?
4: No, when they sat KJ for uh, the second play in a row In the fourth quarter Up comfortably I was like, I've seen enough The the line was atrocious A&M manhandled I've seen what I need to see, I'm done So Mm -hmm. I did not see the Morgan injury And I did not see what you're talking about
3: Well, they had the ball on the one, I guess. Let me see here what the story says. But somebody brought this up to me before. Fourth and one from the goal line. So fourth and goal, I guess. Uh, They stopped two running plays from the one of the waning seconds. Then A&M called timeout with four seconds left and ran it again. Called timeout with four seconds left and ran it again. They were definitely trying to score on fourth down. Said Sam Pittman. There was no question about that. I really can't say why they tried to score there at the end. Maybe it's the rivalry. I have no idea. I believe Jimbo and I are friends. That doesn't mean he doesn't want to beat me bad, you know? Make it look worse than what it is. It already looked bad. It's a double-digit victory. To call timeout with four seconds, I would have been pissed if I was Sam. Now, I don't know if he said anything to Jimbo, but I would have been hot. And I would have said, yeah, I wasn't happy about it, and I let him know about it. But he didn't say that. Maybe it goes back to the whole, he's a really nice guy. Because I'd be hot. Man, that's a straight-up disrespectful move. You're
4: gonna make me go back and watch the game. The last,
3: I don't 30 want to do seconds. that, to you. Wes. I don't want to do that to you. Well, that's, that's, you don't deserve that's, that. that. You the didn't F- do F- anything wrong. You shouldn't you don't suffer do that. You no. don't do that, Bush. Bush. What's up, Mark?
1: Hey, man. I heard Sam Pittman's uh, little uh, soundbite talk about there are quote many reasons for changing up the offensive line. He failed to mention one of those reasons being desperation. Yeah. Uh, and. When a team looks so hapless on offense, they are desperate. That's why they're changing up the offensive line. If he had shot straight and been honest, that's the reason why they're changing the offensive line. What really gets me, Justin, and folk, is that I like Sam Pittman, but he has really shown
0: an inability to
1: make some wise decisions. One, being hiring a name instead of a person who helps perpetuate his own offensive philosophy. Why would you take Dan Eno's who is
2: polar opposite of what we've had in the past, and adding to your staff.
3: Hey, Mark, I'm sorry, we're up against the top of the hour. You want to hold on or fold it?
2: Yeah, just go ahead and screw that after the break. money
3: was no object? Cadillac Escalade. With cash in hand, you'd still wait months to buy an Escalade and probably pay thousands over sticker price. Don't wait to buy your dream car, because you can win one this month from Saracen Casino and or Cadillac. Yes, win a luxurious Cadillac Escalade ESV only at Saracen Casino. Saracen is Little Rock's closest